Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. If you're listening to this podcast, you must recognize the value of asking questions. At Aramco, our questions help us engineer a better future. How can today's resources fuel our shared tomorrow? How can we deliver energy to a world that can't stop? How can we deliver one of the fuels of the future? How can we sow curiosity to harvest ingenuity? To learn more about how innovation drives us forward, visit aramco.com slash powered by how. Welcome to Mystery Bible. We have been looking at the life of Abraham, and I'm excited that we're still continuing a part of this um, the sidebar, looking exactly how he got his promise, how he and Sarah did it. The reason why we are looking at it so that you and I can go and get what we're asking for from God. If it's healing, if it's a job, whatever it is that we're asking God for, uh, we have to um, incorporate the principles uh, that he and Sarah use so that they can get their desired outcome. And we want to do the very same thing. So we've been tracking uh, how he did it because it is laid out for us in the book of Romans chapter 4. And so we have been looking at that. Let me, so far we've looked at the first part of it, which is our uh, statement of, uh, of fate. Uh, what is our statement that we ought to be saying, whether it's from it comes out of our situation, as we studied about the um, the woman with the issue of blood, Jarius. We saw God had his, Jesus had his. So you have to find yours, whether you find it in the word, like what Jesus did, or as I mentioned, uh, if you find it in your situation as those that we identify, but you have to have your statement of faith. We see that uh, God changed uh, Abraham and Sarah's name so that they can have their statement of faith. And when we, as we continue to look, we saw, we saw that God's grace was involved and we saw that faith was involved. And so uh, we are studying, we saw grace and we saw hope and um uh, that was involved. Uh, I apologize. Uh, so, your statement of faith, your uh, the the grace of God, and we saw hope, and we talked about the power of hope, that earnest expectation, and then when you couple that with your faith, this thing got to show up, guys. So here we are. We're going to take a read in uh, Romans chapter four, nineteen, and then we'll come back after that. Uh, and being not weak in faith. Uh, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God and being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. And therefore, 
it was imputed to him for righteousness. So we see the process. So we are going to continue the process by which uh, these uh, um, icons in the faith, uh, how they did it, so that you and I can do it. We'll be right back after this message. Welcome back to Mystery Bible. Um, we are going to pick up in uh, the book of Romans chapter 4, verse 19. Uh, well, let me, let me start 18 so we know that we touched on that and then we're going to uh, follow through and pick up all the different principles. So um, 18 tells us that who against hope believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be so we talked about hope focusing on the word of god uh, focusing on the promise and so 19 reads and being not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was a hundred years old or the deadness of sarah's womb so we see, we get a picture of what faith looks like right here. Um, and uh, he incorporated that and we see that he did not allow uh, certain things to interfere with his confession. And what was that he did not um, let interfere with his confession? The natural realm. So the Bible tells us in Hebrews that um, faith is basically... Um, uh, calling those things that are not calling. You're speaking to things that are in the spiritual realm and you are calling them and commanding them to manifest in the natural realm. Um, let's take a look and see verse 17, a perfect example of this. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calling those things that are not as though they were. What was he doing? He was calling the, uh, he was awakening their body, their sexual organs, their, the, um, uh, all of the necessary uh, uh, things that happen in the body to produce a child. He was calling those things that are not as though they were because uh, Sarah was barren. They didn't have any children. And so God was speaking in faith here, we see. And so uh, we see that Abraham uh, being not weak in faith. So that tells us that our faith can be weak, weakened, and we are going to look at some of those uh, things that uh, weaken our faith in a coming, um, coming episode. So, but I want to focus on this aspect that uh, he considered not his own body now dead nor the deadness of Sarah's womb and that is how you and I become weak in faith by looking at the natural realm considering the things that are around us for the Bible says uh, we ought not to consider the natural realm because it's a temporal realm and it passes but the eternal realm is that of, of the spirit so uh, faith we talked about if you've been following me ever 
Um, I told you, get into the other podcast, uh, uh, Blueprint of Faith, and I go really in depth about each and every one of these principles uh, that I've studied. And uh, this principle of not considering the your natural realm is very key in having strong faith. And we're going to use some stories in the Bible and we'll uh, take a look at that. Let's take a look at Jarius' situation. Here he is. He's coming. Uh, there's a couple of things happening. Jesus is walking, and um, uh, we know that uh, Jairus comes to him and says to him, Teacher, my daughter is dying. Uh, come and lay hands on her. His confession or his statement of faith, come and lay hands on her, and she shall live. She shall be healed and live. So um, his confession uh, was that she would heal and live. So the woman with the issue of blood, she said within herself, if I can just touch his his garment. So we have these two stuff happening right here. Uh, Jairus comes to Jesus first. He says, he makes this confession. Jesus said, okay. And again, your confession has to be um, full of faith in order to move God, make him come to your aid as uh, Jesus was heading to uh, Jairus, his family. This woman comes with the issue of blood and she touches him. And here's another woman, another person that is touching Jesus according to what they say, her confession. So as she touches him, uh, the Bible tells us that virtue power comes out of him. And uh, she, in her case, did not consider the natural. Because if she considered the natural realm, it, uh, it would have kept her from pushing against the crowd. She was actually pushing against the crowd. So uh, uh, she did not consider what was around her, but she was determined to get to him and to touch his hem. So Jesus, uh, uh, once she did that, he says, who touched me? So power comes out of God as you and I began to focus and not consider the natural realm. So Jesus comes as we're talking about Jairus's people come and they said to him, don't bother the master anymore. Your daughter is dead. And the minute Jesus heard that, the Bible says immediately he turns around and he said to, to Jairus, don't listen to these boys. Only believe. Don't allow the natural uh, uh, change in condition affect your belief, your statement of faith. Don't allow it to happen. And uh, Jesus addressed it right away. Uh, we have another incident in the scripture where it talks about uh, Peter. Jesus tells them, his disciples, to go over. I'll meet you guys there later. He goes and he's uh, praying. And the Bible says, uh, as it was his custom, he separated himself so that he can go and pray. So um, after he's finished praying, he decides that he has to catch up with these guys because they had a hell, you know, head start on him. And um, uh, while they have this head start, uh, the Bible tells us that he decided to walk on water. So he starts to walk on this water and started to come to them. And as he's walking on the water, of course, they're panicking, you know, is this a ghost and all the other things that they're talking about. And so um, as he comes closer, they looked and they see it's Jesus. Peter comes up and he says, Lord, if that's you, um, I want to come out there and meet you. And Jesus said, okay come. So we see 
that Peter had his statement of faith and he made, bid me come. And God says to him, come. And so he stepped out of this boat and he begins to uh, walk on water. He begins to do the same thing that he confessed that he was going to do. But there's one thing about this story that gives us some insight as to what happened to Peter. We see that he began to um, switch his focus from the, uh, the word that he had commanded. He says, bid me come. And when Jesus said, come, he, he switched his focus from, because why did he switch? The Bible tells us that there was a change in his circumstances. And so you and I have to learn to not let the changes in our circumstances cause us to look at the natural because that's what it's there for. If the enemy wants to stop you, he's going to try and stop you here by allowing uh, this situation to come and to change your focus from uh, the supernatural into the natural. And once you do that, once you begin to look at the natural realm, you have lost already. And so as you and I are looking to God for our our uh, promise, uh, precious promise that he has made to you and I, you and I cannot look at the natural realm. We cannot look. Um, as I said to you, uh, every time you see Jesus talk to these men, uh, he's always talking to them about your faith and the faith that does not look at the natural, but the Bible says the just shall live by faith. So faith is not a natural force, it's a spiritual force. It was and is the force that created the universe. The known universe today was created or uh, created by faith and our uh, uh, universe was recreated by it in Genesis. We see that God began to call those things that he wanted and his declaration of faith manifest. And so as you and I um, focus on this aspect, you cannot allow, you must not allow your, um, your circumstances, your change in circumstances dictate the confession, change you from your confession. You cannot allow it because the minute you allow it to happen, that is the time that you will lose your, or the Bible declares it, says that you will have weak faith. And if you have weak faith, you're not going to get what you want. And so the Bible tells us in the book of Romans that our father of faith and being not weak in faith, Abraham did not consider his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. He was 100 years, she was 99, I think. Um, uh, uh, so you and I, uh, um, actually she was 10 years younger than he is, so he's 100 years old. And we see that anyway, their body was at the place of deadness, and God spoke life, calling those things that are not as though they were. So you and I have to begin to focus our faith. Do not take our eyes off of what is said. Jesus said to Jairus, only believe. Stay focused. Stay with me, Jairus. Don't allow a change in the circumstances to cause you to um, uh, defeat yourself. 
uh, enter into the realm of weak faith because the Bible tells us that we are not going to get anything. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable. So the minute you move, and we saw that unstableness and the manifestation of that unstableness when we were looking at the life and the incident with Peter, because the Bible tells us that the minute he began to look at the natural realm, and he took his eyes off of the, the uh, his um, decree, his his divine uh, uh, declaration. Once he took his eyes off of that, the Bible says that he began to sink. And so, uh, and after he sink, he began to sink. He cried, "Lord, save me!" And the Bible says immediately Jesus reached out and grabbed his hand. So this is the key that you and I have to understand. Your circumstances will change as you make your confession. So once you make your confession, you have to become laser focused on the Word. Because we saw that that's what he did. He became laser focused on the Word. He didn't keep his eyes on anything else but the promise. And so you and I have to do that in order. Um, we saw that uh, uh, in, in the earlier verses when we talk about his hope, that he hoped in the Word of God. And it tells us that he, and being not weak in faith, he did not consider. So his hope was in the Word of God. And he focused on the Word of God and not on the natural. And as a result, guys, our father Abraham uh, stayed in strong faith. And it even tells us how he maintained himself while he was uh, waiting for the manifestation and this is what I always tell you guys, because what was working in there? Grace was working in there. Grace was working the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to us. Grace was working in the heart of uh, Abraham. It was working in the heart of uh, Sarah as they began to make the progression from one uh, 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 principle to the other. And this principle of not allowing the change of circumstances. Remember that, guys. Every time you go, there's a change of circumstances. Either once you release your faith and you begin to ask something, it, it apparently seems like it dies. But that's okay. It says, Jesus said, except the seed die, it cannot bear any fruit. And so allow the seed to die. And once it dies, the Bible said it will bear much fruit. All you have to do is to stay on your confession. Stay on the word, whether that confession came from you or whether it came from God. That uh, uh, decree of fate, do not move from it. Do not allow yourself to focus on the natural realm because the Bible tells us with the minute we do that, we have unhooked, unhooked ourselves from fate and we will lose what we were asking for. Do not lose your focus. Do not use it. This is the time you need to be more focused than anything, is when there is that quietness uh, where it seems like God is not doing anything and nothing is manifesting in any way, shape, or form. So the Bible tells us that God has uh, everything in control. All we have to do is stay in faith. It is our responsibility and Him. The Bible says we're working together. So uh, the Bible tells us that this faith 
is in one Psalms one sixteen ten, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. And so once you've spoken the word of God on your situation, do not things. The Bible tells us that all things are possible to the man who believed, and that's in the book of Mark nine twenty three. All things are possible. So do not move from your confession of faith. Do not look at your circumstances. Do not let your change of circumstances allow you to unhook from the promise, your statement of faith, either from yourself or from God. And the examples we saw, Jairus, when the news came, the change in circumstances, Jesus stopped him, only believe, do not move. The woman with the issue of blood, when she came to the crowd, she saw that she has to push against them. It says that she was pushed all the way in and she was fighting to get to there because according to their custom, if they knew the type of disease she had, she could have been killed and stoned in public. And so she went against the grain, guys. She did not allow a change in circumstances to stop her. She stayed focused on getting through that crowd just to touch his hem. Jesus stopped Jarius. Uh, Peter didn't, uh, he didn't learn from that lesson. He took his eyes off and the Bible says he sank because he looked around and he saw, says he saw the change of circumstances and the minute that he saw it he be, he allowed one of the enemies of our fate to come in and that was the spirit of fear and he sank so um, do not allow anyone any demon even your yourself stay focused as Jesus says only believe we'll be right back after this and we'll pick up uh, the other principle and show you how to have uh, strong faith for uh, the Bible tells us as I saw read to you in, in 19 and be not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb and so verse 20 we're going to pick up and see the other aspect the other principles that is um, housed within that verse he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief and so but was strong in faith giving glory to God so we see how we can maintain our faith within our situation and circumstances we'll be right back after this Welcome back to Mystery Bible. Um, we are going to pick up in uh, the book of Romans chapter 4, verse 19. Uh, well, let me, let me start 18 so we know that we touched on that and then we're going to uh, follow through and pick up all the different principles. So um, 18 tells us that who against hope believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be so we talked about hope focusing on the word of god uh, focusing on the promise and so 19 reads and be not weak in faith 
he considered not his own body now dead when he was a hundred years old or the deadness of Sarah's womb. So we see, we get a picture of what fate looks like right here. Um, and uh, he incorporated that and we see that he did not allow uh, certain things to interfere with his confession. And what was that he did not um, let interfere with his confession? The natural realm. So the Bible tells us in Hebrews that um, faith is basically um, uh, calling those things that are not calling. You're speaking to things that are in the spiritual realm and you are calling them and commanding them to manifest in the natural realm. Um, let's take a look and see verse 17, a perfect example of this. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom believed even God who quickeneth the dead and calling those things that are not as though they were. What was he doing? He was calling the, uh, he was awakening their body, their sexual organs, their, the, um, uh, all of the necessary uh, uh, things that happen in the body to produce a child. He was calling those things that are not as though they were because uh, Sarah was barren. They didn't have any children. And so God was speaking in faith here, we see. And so uh, we see that Abraham uh, being not weak in faith. So that tells us that our faith can be weak, weakened, and we are going to look at some of those uh, things that uh, weaken our faith in a coming, um, coming episode. So, but I want to focus on this aspect that uh, he considered not his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's Zoom. And that is how you and I become weak in faith, by looking at the natural realm, considering the things that are around us. For the Bible says uh, we ought not to consider the natural realm, because it's a temporal realm and it passes, but the eternal realm is that of, of the Spirit. So uh, faith we talked about, if you've been following me ever, um, I told you, get into the other podcast, uh, uh, Blueprint of Faith, and I go really in depth about each and every one of these principles uh, that I've studied. And uh, this principle of not considering the your natural realm is very key in having strong faith. And we're going to use some stories in the Bible and we'll uh, take a look at that. Let's take a look at Jarius' situation. Here he is. He's coming. Uh, there's a couple of things happening. Jesus is walking, and um, uh, we know that uh, Jairus comes to him and says to him, Teacher, my daughter is dying. Uh, come and lay hands on her. His confession or his statement of faith, come and lay hands on her and she shall live. She shall be healed and live. So um, his confession uh, was that she would heal and live. So the woman with the issue of blood, she said within herself, if I can just touch his, his garment. So we have these two stuff happening right here. Uh, Jairus comes to Jesus first. He says, he makes this confession. Jesus said, okay, 
And again, your confession has to be um, full of faith in order to move God, make him come to your aid as uh, Jesus was heading to uh, Jairus, his family. This woman comes with the issue of blood and she touches him. And here's another woman, another person that is touching Jesus according to what they say, her confession. So as she touches him, uh, the Bible tells us that virtue power comes out of him. And uh, she, in her case, did not consider the natural. Because if she considered the natural realm, it, uh, it would have kept her from pushing against the crowd. She was actually pushing against the crowd. So uh, uh, she did not consider what was around her, but she was determined to get to him and to touch his hem. So Jesus, uh, uh, once she did that, he says, who touched me? So power comes out of God as you and I began to focus and not consider the natural realm. So Jesus comes as we're talking about Jairus' people come and they said to him, don't bother the master anymore, your daughter is dead. And the minute Jesus heard that, the Bible says immediately he turns around and he said to, to Jairus, don't listen to these boys, only believe. Don't allow the natural uh, uh, change in condition affect your belief, your statement of faith. Don't allow it to happen. And uh, Jesus addressed it right away. Uh, we have another incident in the scripture where it talks about uh, Peter. Jesus tells them, his disciples, to go over. I'll meet you guys there later. He goes and he's uh, praying. And the Bible says, uh, as it was his custom, he separated himself so that he can go and pray. So um, after he's finished praying, he decides that he has to catch up with these guys because they had a you know, head start on him. And um, uh, while they have this head start, uh, the Bible tells us that he's decided to walk on water. So he starts to walk on his water and started to come to them. And as he's walking on the water, of course, they're panicking, you know, is this a ghost and all the other things that they're talking about. And so, um, as he comes closer, they looked and they see it's Jesus. Peter comes up and he says, Lord, if that's you, um, I want to come out there and meet you. And Jesus said, okay, come. So we see that Peter had his statement of faith and he made, bid me come. And God says to him, come. And so he stepped out of this boat and he begins to uh, walk on water. He begins to do the same thing that he confessed that he was going to do. But there's one thing about this story that gives us some insight as to what happened to Peter. We see that he began to um, switch his focus from the, uh, the word that he had commanded. He says, bid me come. And when Jesus said, come, he, he switched his focus from, because why did he switch? The Bible tells us that there was a change in his circumstances. And so you and I have to learn to not let the changes in our circumstances cause us to look at the natural because that's what it's there for. If the enemy wants to stop you, he's going to try and stop you here by allowing uh, this situation to come 
and to change your focus from uh, the supernatural into the natural. And once you do that, once you begin to look at the natural realm, you have lost already. And so as you and I are looking to God for our our uh, promise, uh, precious promise that he has made to you and I, you and I cannot look at the natural realm. We cannot look. Um, as I said to you, uh, every time you see Jesus talk to these men, uh, he's always talking to them about your faith and the faith that does not look at the natural. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. So faith is not a natural force. It's a spiritual force. It was and is the force that created the universe. The known universe today was created or uh, created by faith. And our uh, uh, universe was recreated by it in Genesis. We see that God began to call those things that he wanted and his declaration of faith manifest. And so as you and I um, focus on this aspect, you cannot allow, and you must not allow your, um, your circumstances, your change in circumstances dictate the confession, change you from your confession. You cannot allow it because the minute you allow it to happen, that is the time that you will lose your, or the Bible declares it, says that you will have weak faith. And if you have weak faith, you're not going to get what you want. And so the Bible tells us in the book of Romans that our father of faith and being not weak in faith, Abraham did not consider his own body now dead, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. He was 100 years. She was 99, I think. Um, uh, uh, so you and I, uh, um, actually she was 10 years younger than he is so he's a hundred years old and we see that anyway their body was at the place of deadness and god spoke life calling those things that are not as though they were so you and i have to begin to focus our faith do not take our eyes off of what is said jesus said to jairus only believe stay focused stay with me jarius don't allow a change in the circumstances to cause you to um, uh, defeat yourself uh, enter into the realm of weak faith because the bible tells us that we are not going to get anything the bible says a double-minded man is unstable so the minute you move and we saw that unstableness and the manifestation of that unstableness when we were looking at the life and the incident with Peter. Because the Bible tells us that the minute he began to look at the natural realm and he took his eyes off of the, the, uh, his um, decree, his, his divine uh, uh, declaration, once he took his eyes off of that, the Bible says that he began to sink. And so, uh, and after he, sang, he began to sink, he cried, Lord, save me. And the Bible says immediately, Jesus reached out and grabbed his hand. So this is the key that you and I have to understand. Your circumstances will change as you make your confession. So once you make your confession, 
you have to become laser focused on the word because we saw that that's what he did he became laser focused on the word he didn't keep his eyes on anything else but the promise and so you and i have to do that in order um, we saw that uh, uh, in in the earlier verses when we talk about his hope that he hoped in the word of god and it tells us that he and being not weak in faith he did not consider so his hope was in the word of god and he focused on the word of god and not on the natural and as a result guys our father abraham uh, stayed in strong faith and it even tells us how he maintained himself while he was uh, waiting for the manifestation and this is what i always tell you guys because what was working in there grace was working in there grace was working the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to us grace was working in the heart of uh, abraham it was working in the heart of uh, sarah as they began to make the progression from one uh, 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 principle to the other and this principle of not allowing the change of circumstances remember that guys every time you go there's a change of circumstances either once you release your faith and you begin to ask something it, it apparently seems like it dies but that's okay it says jesus said except the seed die it cannot bear any fruit and so allow the seed to die and once it dies the bible said it'll bear much fruit all you have to do is to stay on your confession stay on the word whether that confession came from you or whether it came from god that uh, uh, decree of fate do not move for it do not allow yourself to focus on the natural realm because the bible tells us with the minute we do that we have unhooked unhooked ourselves from fate and we will lose what we were asking for do not lose your focus do not use it this is the time you need to be more focused than anything is when there is that quietness uh, where it seems like god is not doing anything and nothing is manifesting in any way shape or form so the bible tells us that god has uh, everything in control all we have to do is stay in faith it is our responsibility and him the bible says we're working together so uh, the bible tells us that this faith is in one psalms 116:10, i believe and therefore have i spoken and so once you've spoken the word of god on your situation do not things the bible tells us that all things are possible to the man who believe and that's in the book of mark 9:23. all things are possible so do not move from your confession of faith do not look at your circumstances do not let your change of circumstances allow you to unhook from the promise your statement of faith either from yourself or from god and the examples we saw jarius when the news came the change in circumstances jesus stopped him only believe do not move the woman with the issue of blood 
when she came to the crowd, she saw that she has to push against them. It says that she was pushed all the way in and she was fighting to get to there because according to their custom, if they knew the type of disease she had, she could have been killed and stoned in public. And so she went against the grain, guys. She did not allow a change in circumstances to stop her. She stayed focused on getting through that crowd just to touch his hem. Jesus stopped Jarius. Uh, Peter didn't, uh, he didn't learn from that lesson. He took his eyes off and the Bible says he sank because he looked around and he saw says he saw the change of circumstances and the minute that he saw it he be, he allowed one of the enemies of our fate to come in and that was the spirit of fear and he sank so um, do not allow anyone any demon even your yourself stay focused as jesus says only believe we'll be right back after this and we'll pick up uh, the other principle and show you how to have a strong faith for uh, the Bible tells us as I saw read to you in, in 19 and be not weak in faith he considered not his own body now dead when he was a hundred years old neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb and so verse 20 we're gonna pick up and see the other aspect the other principles that is um, housed within that verse he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief and so but was strong in faith giving glory to god so we see how we can maintain our faith within our situation and circumstances we'll be right back after this Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. Search for Mystery Bible on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Outcasts, Radio Public, and many more. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. 